Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. It is 133 in Edmonton. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott with you on Oilers Now. Royal Pizza. Pizza passed in so much more. Edmonton owned and operated for over 50 years. For a menu and a listener, 14 Edmonton and area locations. I know they got a new one that's coming up in Keswick. You can go to royalpizza.ca or download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. The Stoffer recommendation is that at Royal Pizza's Mediterranean Chicken. Brendan's a big fan of the Texan. Uh, I know they've now got a location in Red Deer in Calgary as well with more coming throughout the province of Alberta. Royal Pizza still making it great. Just before we go to our NHL Insider, because it's going to be a conversation point to start off with, this text comes in. I love guys like this. The text of the show on the Ashley Five Floors text line at 780-496-0063. Bob, I'm happy Jesse Pogliarvi has pulled it together. I have, I had no confidence that he could do it. I was wrong, says the, tax, the texter past the crow. You know what? There, there's a lot of, oh, I always do pull your arm. Like, I'll be the first to admit to it. The way he played when he came back, I didn't see that coming. The, you know, skating to direct routes to the puck, the forechecking, uh, engaging physically in front of the net, battling, the backtracking on pucks. He played like a pearl, and more offense will come in time. As we go to our NHL insider for John Shannon for Legacy Heating and Cooling, whether it's heating or cooling you need, get it with no payments and no interest for a year. That's how you build a Legacy legacy Heating and Cooling. John, how are you doing? I'm great, Bob. You? Good. Did you see Pugliarvi's return and playing the way he did last year? We've already seen another little bit more of a progress. Like right now, he's looking like an impact player. Like not a complimentary guy, but an impact player. And it started last year right from day one, like just the attitude and everything. Did, yeah. did you see that happening? If, if anybody does, they're lying, uh, quite frankly. Um, you know, the, the, things, the things to remember is before Jesse went back to Finland, uh, he, had, he had not surgery on one hip, but he had surgery on two hips um, in New York City. 
He went back and played uh, professional hockey in Finland and was viewed as being soft there. Um, the the fact that Ken Holland, who really didn't know very much about Pujarvi uh, as a manager, uh, but knew that he was a fourth pick overall, um, and said, well, I'm going to get value for it, was the blessing in dis- disguise because... Pugliarvi coming back to play, I, I think it impressed all of us. It impressed management. And just as importantly, Bob, and I think you know this, but you may not say it, impressed his teammates. Because there, there was a time when he was first here that he was, he, he was questioned by his own teammates about, you know, how smart can he be on the ice. Well, yep. he's, all, he's proved us all wrong. He's proved us all wrong. Um, and, and now, because we always wondered, we always wondered, Bob, with that body, the body of a Greek god, how could he not be a better player? Um, and now he's proving that he can be a better player with a, like with unbelievable conditioning and using his size to huge advantage. And that's that's what's happening, I think, every day. Now he's starting to shoot better. The shot is improving. So he's just rounding out to be a quality hockey player now. And, and to answer your question you originally asked, if anybody says that they thought he was going to be a good player in this league, they are not telling the truth. Because there are lots of questions. And the other factor, oh. you were kind, I mean, the, the fact that Marcus Lato's agency, Acme World Sport, got part of Wasserman Orr, where Connor McDavid's got Jeff Jackson, I don't think that hurt Evan the Oilers. Evan Bouchard, too, by the way. Evan Bouchard, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I think that helped the Oilers out with Paulie Harvey. I really... Yeah, I, I, you're right. No, I, I think you're right. I think that's a, uh, that's, a, that's a big part of, again, being patient with people, understanding what, they, you know, how, how some guys take longer to develop than others. Well, um, and it's paying off now. Right now, like we, like Hyman's going to be an impact player for Edmonton. He drives play. He's relentless on the puck. He's strong. Like he's not six three, six four, but he's a strong guy. He gets underneath guys. He gets inside. You know, Tom McClellan used to talk. You got to get inside another guy's jersey. He does. We know he's going to be an impactful player for the Oilers. And Pulley Army, we're not talking a complimentary guy anymore. We're talking another, you know, impactful guy that's going to be a driver for the team. That's exciting. <laughs> Actually, let me, let me, uh, I, I will interject. One person that I had a few conversations about Pugliarvi uh, over, over his first uh, time in North America, one person kept saying, we got to be patient, we got to be patient, and that was Wayne. Wayne was Pugliarvi's biggest fan for the longest period of time. Uh, and, and he could, because I, I remember it distinctly because uh, we were doing uh, one of the, one of the Sportsnet shows in Ottawa, and Pogliarvi had had a pretty good game, and we were talking about it in the second intermission. And as we got off the air, uh, I got a text from Wayne who said, "Thanks for being positive about him. He's going to be great." Yeah. And that was that was when he was still on that first run, and there were still more question marks than there were answers for Pogliarvi. So that, so I, I stand corrected. There was one person that said he was going to be good. Well, and Wayne also lived through Yari Curry, who was older than Pogliarvi when he came to North America. And as you recall, yeah. people forget this with Yari Curry. He was healthy scratched as like a 20 or 21-year-old player here at the, uh, at the start. I, I think now, if I'm not mistaken... Was Bugsy Watson not the head coach, and then Slats took over, and eventually Slats just said, you're going to play with Wayne. 
Yeah, well, and, and the other thing, the other thing, and, and again, this is ancient history now, um, is that, uh, and, and the Oilers did try this for Pujarvi, but, you know, Yari wasn't the only Finnish guy on the team when he came. Yeah. Um, Silton. You know, well, and Matty Hagman. Yeah. Uh, and so, so there, was, there was that common bond uh, away from the rink. And, so, and, I mean, you hearken back to other players, had they been put in a similar situation. Um, you know, what if Yakupov had had a better support system in Edmonton? Would that have been different? I don't know. Um, better but, veteran players know, at that time. They didn't have very good veteran players. Well, but, but but somebody somebody who, you know, call me silly, but somebody who can speak Russian with them and, and, and go and have a, have a beer together. Well, he spent a lot of time on the plane with Koskinen the one year. Uh, yeah. And the year before that, around Pakarinen, they had those were the guys that he was around. And John, I just find it amazing that you'd get texts from Wayne Gretzky. I, I can't imagine what that would be like. I'm well, so. Well, I tell. mean, I, I, Wayne just jumps on your show anytime he wants. So. Anyhow, uh, <laughs> that is kind of how it works. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> what do you yeah, I, 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 Hi, Bob. I'm bored. Can I get on the show now? You know. <laughs> You know, what do you? Or, hey, by the way, Bob, the show's not very good. I'm here to fix it. Yes, and all of that. What are you? What are you supposed to say there, John? No, when when he texts you, like, what do you? Uh, how about let me think about it, Wayne. I'm not sure. You know, we have got a good pace going here. You know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Hey, I wanted to address, uh, there was a piece in the Athletic today, Dom Lucician does a, an extensive look. Not everybody has agreed with all of the, uh, I guess, various factors that he has put together to assess overall teams, but he's got the Oilers, the sixth best team in the NHL. Uh, Brian Lott just came on and said Edmonton's a six through nine team in the National Hockey League. Uh, but Brian said uh, earlier in the show today, that they had to make a, a wow factor prediction, and he said his, or a bold prediction, and he says his bold prediction is that Edmonton will win the Stanley Cup. So it's got a lot of fans excited. But just on the analytics stuff, because Lucision is a guy that's analytics driven, uh, Evolving Wild has Edmonton. I've not read the Evolving Wild stuff. I'm getting this from the fans. Edmonton's ranked lower. A lot of people criticize the, the Duncan Key stuff. Um, and there are people out there that think that uh, the Oilers don't do any analytics. And there's other people. I know Kurt Levins from Cult of Hockey wrote a couple of weeks ago a piece about uh, about Brad Holland and you know where maybe he factors in, just specific to both the Fogel and Hyman acquisitions. Have you got any insight on that? Well, listen, I, and, and, and I mean, true confession, I am not the greatest anal- analytics guy myself, um, but that doesn't mean that, that it's not in my toolbox. Uh, and the Edmonton Oilers are no different. Um, they, they, do have, uh, they do have an analytics group, um, and, and, and the key becomes is, is how Dave Tippett utilizes it during games or, or in-game. Um, and then, uh, you know, the, the analytics that are available to everyone, including the stuff that Brad does, uh, when you do look at um, off-season situations like trades, uh, you know, to me, that's, you know, that's, that's just a given now, Bob. Yeah. You know, and, and here, here's the magic of analytics. Um, it is not objective. Analytics are not objective. They are subjectives. You know, you know. I, living in Toronto, uh, one of the one of the greatest accountants I ever worked with and worked alongside was a guy named Paul Beeston. Yeah. And he would turn to you and say, 
John, I can make numbers do anything I want them to do. I can do that. Um, and there are things that work within the analytics groups uh, at times that some will say that doesn't work. This does. So uh, it, I, I, I th- do I think there's too much made of analytics at times? Yes. But certainly any team in the National Hockey League does use analytics to a certain extent, and coaches certainly rely on it. But at the same time, it's just a part of the toolbox. It's not the whole toolbox. Well, and we'll mention in Brad Holland's case, he's a pro scout, and there's pro scouts today that see him good in person and then watch video and then also run numbers. Well, listen, I've talked to many scouts over the years, and, and, you know, 15 years ago they were lamenting that numbers were coming and and they were going to be made uh, obsolete. Well, it's, it's not true. The eyeball test is still there, too. Yes. Uh, you know, but every time you make a trade now, you, you also go to your doctors, you go to your, your medical practitioners, you go to your psychologists, you go, you go to everybody in your, in your group. To, and it's, it's not two checkpoints anymore, it's seven or eight. And that's how players are acquired or traded. Uh, and that's, and, and, and coaches, coaches use the same criteria at times for how they use analytics in game. There's, there's sometimes that Dave Tippett's eyeball test is going to be much more effective in the short term uh, than, than what the numbers will tell you. And I'll tell you what, there are times when turning around and giving the bench heck, that's not analytics, but sometimes guys need to be motivated. Well, so it's just, I think, to me, it's part, of, it's part of the game. There's no question it's part of the game, but it's not the whole game. Well, it's interesting because there's two teams that have made ads that are generally considered, uh, the players they added are, let's just use a polite term, old school players, okay? And these two organizations are cutting edge analytics. And one is New Jersey. They just picked up Mason Gertzen on waivers from the New York Rangers. Now, the Rangers made the offseason move to get Ryan Reeves. That is targeted specific to Tom Wilson and what happened is last that a, Is that an analytics move or not? Well, I don't think that is, but New Jersey claiming <laughs> Mason Gertzen, that is not an analytics move. That is, oh. our division got tougher. We need a guy that can take care of business. Mason Gertzen can fight. Played last year for Chris Novak. He was actually hurt. He was injured when Wilson right. ragdolled Panarin. That's the only That's reason right. why he didn't come up, because he would have been coming up at that time. And then the Leafs. The Toronto Maple Leafs. Who did they sign no, in the offseason? Gabriel. They signed Curtis Kurt- Gabriel. Right. Yeah. I, I, there's a guy. He likes to do the job. He's one of those, you know, you don't see a lot of guys anymore that actually like doing it. Curtis Gabriel likes what comes with it. The Leafs sign him. I'm watching a bit of the game last night. The fans are going crazy. Yeah, the, the thing is, is that, you know, the, the Maple Leafs are, you know, are, are one of those teams who, are, and I think, I think people have overplayed the whole analytics with uh, with Kyle Dubas anyway. Um, but, but there's a feel to the game. And this is a team that has so much skill, has a ton of skill, but didn't have any toughness, zero toughness. Uh, and they needed to address it. And, you know, you're, you are getting a sense of that with what Curtis Gabriel can bring. There's no, no guarantee he's making the team. But, but, he's, but, you know, by the way, Bob, he's not going to be far away. Right. And I, I, they're going to have to protect him. I'm telling you that right now. There's about four or five teams that were in on him. They are going to have to protect him. Well, then he's then he's made the 23-man roster. So we'll be interested to see. Hey, one more thing. Mike Babcock comes into town this weekend with the uh, 
Huskies? Sask- Saskatchewan Huskies. They got a game Friday at Rod- at uh, yeah, and. Uh, <laughs> You'll never believe who I'm getting a text from. Oh, Gretzky. <laughs> no. Anyhow, it's a small world. Uh, look, uh, so so Mike's coming into town. Is he? Does he do one year at Saskatchewan and two years away from the NHL or two and a half years away from the NHL and get back? What, what are the chances there? I don't know. That's a good question. You, you, you know, um, I, I don't think anybody disputes uh, Mike's credentials as a head coach. Uh, you know, here we are, we're talking about, uh, you know, the last time pros were at the Olympics in Sochi. Mike, Mike maybe coached some of his best hockey period with with 18 to 22 superstars. Um, so from, from that perspective, uh, there's, there's, there's probably a desire to coach still. He's still getting paid a lot of money by the Maple Leafs, by the way, so there's no urgency. Um, and, and then, obviously, there are still some things that um, have to be um, addressed, have to be addressed, uh, with how he managed Mitch Marner and, and a few of the issues with the Maple Leafs before he was dismissed. And so I think the combination of the two things uh, are, 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 are things that have to be considered when you think of Babcock. I fully expect him... I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you will hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply to be in the game um, within a year. Me too. And that's my personal opinion. Yeah, with, with, so next season. There you have it. John, love having you on. Have a good weekend, and we'll be closing it. Oh, you know what? Monday is, uh, it, it's, uh, it's actually called an oxymoron in these parts, a best of Oilers now. So we'll talk on Wednesday, okay? All right. Well, then you have a happy Thanksgiving, Bob. Well, uh, hey, uh, we're we're looking forward to it. I know Jack Michaels doesn't call it there. He jokes with me all the time about Thanksgiving because it's not well, as big. Know, a- Jack's, Jack's just lucky he gets two. He does get two, and <laughs> and you know what? In fairness to Jack, Thanksgiving's a bigger deal in the states than it is in Canada. That, that's I know. Just, that's, you're right. It, it is. It's just the reality. Know, of the you're right. You're right. I've lived in the United States. You're right. John, I know you're going to race off right now and go run some numbers on points per 60. So uh, we'll let you get back to that. I'm, I'm going to find Jim Corsi and blame him for his name. <laughs> there you go. Great you stuff. Later.
There you go. That's John Shannon, our NHL insider. Brought to you Monday and Wednesday by Legacy Heating and Cooling. Whether it's heating or cooling you need, get it with no payments and no interest for a year. That's how you build a Legacy Legacy Heating and Cooling. We mentioned Royal Pizza, Pizza Pass, and so much more. Edmonton owned and operated for over 50 years for a video and a list of their 14 Edmonton and area locations. Go online at royalpizza.ca or download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. John Shannon joining us on the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline. For the last 10 years on the show, the Stan Oilers history has been brought to you by New West Travel. It's a tough time for travel, but you know what? When uh, we get things back to normal and start traveling again and do some Oilers now, road trips, uh, New West Travel, Dennis and Jason Laliberti, uh they'll have uh, some options for you. Brendan, what happened on this day back in 1986, a version of which might happen next week. But anyways, tell us what uh, what happened. Okay, well, this is all over the place, so bear with me. 1986, the Oilers acquired defenseman Craig Muni from Pittsburgh to complete an earlier trade. Edmonton had actually signed Muni in August of that year, but flipped him to Buffalo just four days later uh, for cash. Or for, Actually, hang on, four days earlier than today. So October 2nd of 86, he's flipped to Buffalo for cash. Buffalo sends Muni to Pittsburgh for cash and that allows the Penguins to flip Muni back to the Oilers in the deal for Gilles Maloche. Uh, so Muni ended up playing seven seasons thereafter in Edmonton, winning the Cup three times. Great shutdown, hard-nosed defenseman. You loved him if he was an Oiler. You hated him if he was an Oiler because he trucked into a lot of guys and uh, he he hit hard and often he hit low. Like There were a lot of guys that uh, got some knee injuries. Uh, Craig Muni played a tough game and he played tough in every building in the league and you know what uh, in terms of working around now we have a salary cap we might see like it's not out of the realm of possibility that you could see a guy like Broberg get recalled when the Oilers have to declare their roster and conversely what happens to a guy like Kyle Turris to maximize the cap space could he be a short-term send down and then a recall those are all open for discussion again we expect Clefbaum to start the season on LTIR may not see Archibald and Stalock start the season on LTIR might get moved there after four days might see a delay and a guy like Colton Sevier getting a, uh, a two-way contract offer as well he might be signing a two-way deal get farmed and then uh, re- get recalled at some point these are all different variables depending upon how the uh, deploy uh, their uh, their their cap situation. All right. Reed Wilkins has inside sports tonight from six to eight p.m. What's he got shaking? I've not heard yet, so call it a fluid show. He's going to have. I know he's going to have some stuff from uh, Dave Tippett today. Did they just find the Zodiac Killer? Is that what they're saying? Uh, so- I was alerted to that in the old group chat here, so it seems like it. Yes. Come on. Did, did you watch the movie? By the way. No, I haven't. Who's, uh, oh, my son's going to be mad at me. Ah, the actor. Uh, dark-haired guy, played the Hulk. The Incredible Hulk. He was, uh, he was, he was in the Zodiac Killer, I think. He was in that movie. Mark Ruffalo? I think Mark Ruffalo played, uh, played a role in the, in the movie. The Zo- he was not the Zodiac Killer, by the way. Uh, anyhow, for what it's, I, we're getting multiple texts on this, and I'm always interested in this stuff because, you know, you, you can't think about hockey year-round. There's those five days in August where I watch a lot of those, uh, uh, you know, 
crime shows to get a bit of an update. Tomorrow, uh, we have a fluid show. We will hear from Louis DeBrusque, uh, George LaRock. We're working on Kevin Weeks for Canadian Power Pack, Alberta's leader in solar electrical installation and service, electrical prefabrication and solar. Kevin has some ESPN commitments. He's either going to do Thursday or Friday's show. We'll monitor that. Cam Moon might join us as well tomorrow. Up next, the global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell, followed by Rob Breckenridge out of Calgary from 2 to 3. And then from 3 to 6, Monday through Friday, does great job. Jalen Nye with 6.30 Chad Afternoons. Have a wicked Wednesday, everybody. So long from Oilers Now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.